here with my TC Terrace Campus Pastors, New Life Terrace Campus Pastors, Pastor Barr and Lori Heights. What? In the house. Just let us know where you're watching from, city and state. If you're watching from Bakersfield, please let us know what side you're watching from, east side, west side, north, south, where you're watching from. And yeah. let us know if um, you have any questions for us, write them in the comments. Also, share and tag your friends. But we're going to be talking to you about Pastor's Heart today, so you don't want to miss it. <clears throat> pastor's Heart. Yeah, and as you guys know, we're here with our pastors, Pastor Bart and Pastor Lori. And the cool thing is, is uh, we've tried to get them on the show, and it was, it was on us. We didn't have... Guys, when we do this, we do it sometimes from our room. So <laughs> it would have been weird to invite our pastors to, to our, our room. And uh, so it, we had... As you guys know, we have just amazing pastors, and yes, we wanted to introduce Bakersfield and beyond to our pastors because, like I told you guys before, we have pastors that champion us. And mm-hmm. um, just be, you guys know, there's some pastors that are out there that are like about themselves. If they're not the head of it, or if they're not about it, then they're like, you got to cut it out. So the cool thing about Pastor Bart and Pastor Lori is that they champion us and we want to introduce you to them. And we're just going to ask them a couple of questions so that you guys get to know them just as well as we do. The cool thing is this is not they're the first guests on our show. But the the cool thing about it is uh, we're going to have them on the show quite a bit more. This year, they're our first guest this year on this our year. show. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because last year we had Javon. And... Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, Pastor Bart, how, yes. just tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, let's see. I am 42, almost 43 years old. Uh, been on the church. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to start with me. Okay. Sorry. I got to put up with her for the last, uh, been married almost 22 years to this beautiful thing. Ooh, I am a church gosh. kid. I was raised in church my entire life. Uh, felt the call to pastor when I was about... 15 but ran away because I was uh didn't want it and uh but about 18 years old God got God got a hold of me and just been serving him ever since cool and done youth ministry worship um pastoring it's 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 kind of cool you know, grew, grew up in Shafter all right Shafter California all right all right to uh, meet, uh, you know, she's from Wasco so there's a yeah there's a rivalry but yeah. to, to a great mom and dad and I'm the youngest of seven children oh okay six boys one girl cool cool and what about you Lori I'm the youngest of two no. <laughs> I really am I am the baby of the family okay. um I let's see I'm a I'm a hairstylist so I do that for work and I love doing that um I love doing hair and makeup and all that stuff so um, I work at Salon Salon, Bakersfield, and um, and then we pastor, which is crazy, because I, I, Bart can um, testify to this, but I always said I would never be a pastor, like never. Right. <laughs> so here we are, we're pastors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I love it. I mean, I knew when, um, I knew the moment God was telling us, me, especially, like, Especially me to go with Bart, and this is what's going to happen. I was like, no, that's not what's going to happen, guys. Well, I I just want to address something because there's a lot of... When I was doing research for the show to ask about interview questions and stuff like that, about lead pastors, campus pastors, and stuff like that, and I know it's not in our notes, but... It seems like a lot of pastors' wives go that direction first. 
Do you mind talking a little bit about that? Like at first, just like oh, I'm not sure, or oh, I was sure. I was sure it was a no. Hey, okay, yeah. cool, cool. I grew up in church. I grew up. Uh, my parents were always in some sort of <laughs> leadership, and yeah. you know, when you grow up in church, you see everything. You see all the good, the bad, and the ugly. And there's right. unfortunately in church there is the bad and the ugly, and um, and also I didn't want that full weight on us I was good being you know serving um, and doing anything being the support but having that full just weight uh, and responsibility I was like there's no way I could we could I knew Bart could do it <laughs> yeah. I mean he's great he knows yeah. how to he's just great and he's anointed to do all that but I didn't think that I could do that and yeah. um but you know when God calls you to something he's he's gonna equip you and prepare you and and carry you through all of it. And being a pastor here at New Life, um, man, the support that we have with right. our, our lead pastors, Pastor James and Lydia. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, pastor James. They, they're there for us 100%. Um, they cover us. They, they will do anything for us yeah. and support us. And the way they champion us, which you said um, is what we do, we, we've been taught that. Right. And... It's not about us. It's, we're not, it's not the Bart and Lori show and, right. and us being, oh, well, we're the pastors. We're up here and everybody else. No way. Yeah. Well, like, without people like you guys, this, it wouldn't work. Well, we appreciate that. And yeah. the cool thing, a cool fact about Pastor Lori also is that she's our drummer sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, she can play <laughs> drums really well. Like, I, it's hard for me to do that kind of thing but she, she's also so how long have you guys been with new life Anyways. um this may it'll be nine years or ten Ooh, i don't remember nine years it'll nine be nine years, years this, this may it'll be nine years yeah. cool cool yeah we st- on our actually on our anniversary we started anniversary new life church <laughs> really yeah we're like we might as well mm-hmm. go to church yeah. on our <laughs> could, could, could you talk to us a little bit about how you guys came to to new life well, we were um, we were youth pastors and music directors at a church on the northwest side of town, and um, one night we just felt God shifting things, and and uh, we sat down with our the lead pastors of that church, and uh, who we love, they're amazing. They were our spiritual mother and father from the time we got married. Thirteen, thirteen, 13 years. 13, oh wow! Yeah, thirteen years we were there. Yeah. Wow. And um, they uh, we talked to them and. It made the made the shift and really didn't we actually didn't know where we were gonna go. And Lori's sister, Cassie, had been at New Life for two years, I think, before us. Yeah. And um, we had come visit on the when New Life had a Sunday night service. We would our service started at six, their started at five. So we'd come over here at five, go to worship, here so we could hear Cassie lead worship, and then we would drive to our church. Oh, cool. And uh, so we came and when we came over, I was just kind of ready to call it and just sit. And Pastor James thought otherwise. And I got a phone call from him. And he's like, no, I want you to start serving. And literally my second Sunday, our second Sunday at the church, she was on drums. I was on keyboard. Wow. <laughs> and so cool. we, we jumped both feet in, worked, yeah. in, the youth, worked in youth. And but it, it was hard to move, though, because where we were and had been for 13 years, we felt safe. We felt comfortable mm-hmm. very comfortable there I mean, that was our, our comfort zone right. and so to anytime you make a big change it's scary mm-hmm. so but you just got to do what god has t- called you to do even if it doesn't make sense and 
It did make sense. Life, yeah, now we're Everything here. makes sense. Right. right. Yes. And how long have you been at TC campus? Uh, Terrace campus, I started back in 2017, January, and I came over when we, uh, it was uh, formerly known as Journey Church, and we adopted it. Okay. So I came over to help um, facilitate some things and be a part of it and, and make the transition easy and... And I was the I was the connect pastor, is what you are. <laughs> All right. And then um, and then uh, we launched in April, and in uh, July of that same year, um, I became the campus pastor. Nice. So yeah, it was it was a cool it's a cool God moment. That was not God. planned either. The yeah. plan was Bart was going to come over and and help get um, do with the transition from Journey Church to New Life for a season. And then right. he was going to come back because I was serving uh, primarily at the Northwest campus. And what were you doing over there? In music. Okay. Yeah, so I was fully in music. Yeah. Okay. And, um, but then God obviously changed that plan and um, we're here. <laughs> yeah, you guys so, are campus pastors awesome. now, yeah, right? We it's, love it. Yeah, but it was scary. Cool. It's funny how he does that. Yeah. Um, the the other cool thing I wanted did you have any questions, man? Yeah, no, 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 no. I've never heard right? before. Right, hey. I have. I was just gonna ask them when when did yeah. they come to Terrace? But you you asked uh, them some. Sorry, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. You guys are. This is a flow. There's a flow. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. So you know, one of the things if you guys just join with us, we're with our campus pastors, Pastor Bard and Pastor Lori. Not only that, they're not just our pastors. They're honestly, they're our friends. Yeah. So much to like, uh, you guys know when, when I went through a hardship in my life and, uh, I was at my wits end, I would call it Bart and I'd be like, dude, I need to come over. And like a good pastor's wife, I I'm pretty like Lori welcomed me. She never made me feel like I was intruding or anything. And I would just sit on the couch, talk to them. Sometimes tears would come out and, but that's one thing that I could say is when your leadership backs your play, not yes. only through the good times, but through the tough times. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's amazing. And this is why we wanted uh, to have our pastors on the show, because um, I think a lot of times we we're talking before the show. A lot of times people get this thought of that. They're like superhumans, yeah. almost like <laughs> subhuman, you know, and I am. He's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm subhuman, thanks, babe. Right, but the <laughs> but the cool thing about these guys is like they're so touchable, um, just just amazing people. Yes. And so we we have some questions for them. And if you guys have questions, feel free to um, post them on Facebook Live, and we'll try to field them for you. But is there anybody saying asking uh, anything? No, just the people who are watching. We got uh, Vicky, Vicky. Thank you, John, for watching. Carries on, Laura. Thank, thank you for watching. Yeah. Awesome. All of you. Joe, what's up, Joe? Joe. Hey. He's just down the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next time we're going to have to have Joe just yeah, come in and, and hang out with I'm us. Joe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with that being said, we're going to get down to the nitty gritty of things. And I just came up with a few questions for uh, Bart and Lori today. And either one of them could fill them. Uh, the first question is. What is the gospel of Jesus Christ? Like we see the, the reason why I wanted these questions too is because we a lot of our viewers mm-hmm. and listeners on podcasts, mm-hmm. they're not Christian. Yeah. You know, they didn't grow up even in a Christian background or home. So if you could break it down for us as simple as possible, the gospel of Jesus Christ, even the word gospel. So the word gospel is literally the word good. It means good news. <laughs> and to me, 
and it, it, it's not just because it's the mission of New Life Church, but the gospel, the gospel, our mission statement for New Life Church encompasses what the gospel is. Yes. People know God, they're restored, they uncover their purpose, and then they are lived sent. And that's what this banner all says behind us. Yeah. And it's literally Jesus encompasses that word. Yes. Because when you know God, that's good news. When you uncover your purpose and you find out what God has called you to do, that's good news. Right. When when you're restored, that's good yes. news. When you and then when you finally find that purpose and you're ready to ship, you know, be shipped out, and you were discipled and you lived that sent lifestyle of, of the sent ones, like the disciples went out after Jesus died and 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 the Holy Spirit came. <clears throat> You live sent. That's good news yes. because you're you're doing what Jesus said when He said, "Go." Right. Yeah. But the flip side, the gospel is also what Jesus said before before He died is is serving and washing feet and and taking care of the widows and orphans and taking care of people who are hurting and broken and dying mm-hmm. and not just ones who are hurting and broken and dying in the church, but ones who are hurting and broken and dying in their sin. Take yeah. care of them, love them, show them who Jesus really is. Yeah. That's the gospel. Yeah. And and he's definitely speaking the truth. When I came to new life, you guys know, man, I was broken. I didn't want, (laughs) dude, I did not want to hear anybody's problems, Mm -hmm. anybody's Mm -hmm. issues. I didn't want to talk. And they just let me come and just rest. Mm -hmm. And when I was ready, then, then they're like, all right, we're going to go ahead and help you be restored and we're going to send you out. And so that's, that's why I love, you know, not only new life, but a lot of different churches that we work with. I, and I like the cool saying about new life is, you know, we are one church, many locations. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about our church. And not only just new life church, but we're talking about the churches down the street from Valley Bible. We, I mean, we had our anniversary, our church anniversary over there, you know? And so, and it's really cool. And our pastors, um, when we go, you guys know, we go out once a month and we'll go help out other pastors up in Modesto area, Northern California. And uh, our pastors champion us. They champion us to live sin. Yeah. And, you know, and of course we have our responsibilities here and stuff like that, but it's really cool, uh, to be under a pastor that covers us and says, Hey, we want to champion you guys to go out. So yeah. it's, a, it's a good place to be. Um, the second one, what are some issues the church is having in this day and age? Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to fill this one first? Um, maybe. <laughs> She's like, I'm Where do we want to start with? Yeah. That? No, uh, I in, know. In this day and age, there's a lot. Um, I don't know. Do you do you have one particular? You want um, to talk about? Let, let me just say a disclaimer. Okay, okay let me right. just say something. A lot of times, I I believe that that people look at the church as pointing fingers out there, mm-hmm. instead of us first policing ourselves and saying, okay, as a church. The American church, the body of Christ, the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. These are some of our issues. So these are the issues that we would like to talk about. I would say one thing that comes to mind is maybe one of the issues would be not being truly authentic. Mm. Um, That's good. Yeah. Big words, right? Yeah. I'm coming. He's turning. Yeah. (laughs) You guys stop. No, maybe maybe being truly authentic. Mm -hmm. And... um, you know, I've been, like I said, I grew up in church, and so I saw a lot of um, 
just not real. Right. Like it's not like you're hiding. Like where's the real you? Mm-hmm. Like where's the you can't be perfect. That's that's impossible. And and I can't be perfect. And so I always felt like there's no way I'm going to be a good Christian. Like I cannot do this. Mm-hmm. Right. Like cuz I can't be that. And so I would struggle all just especially in my teenage years and growing up like I couldn't be perfect because I didn't really see a lot of authenticity in the church. I saw you go to church and you are perfect in the church. Mm-hmm. And wow. and I mean, I hate to say this, in, you know, because yeah, I, mean, I don't want to put anything down because I'm very thankful for uh, my raising. I had wonderful parents, but I'm talking yeah. about in the church as a whole. I yeah. could, I knew I could never live up to that. And so it would, um, so, I always felt like that there was a distance maybe between me and God because of that. Okay, so what is the solution? What do you tell people that have been tainted, let's say, by religion or by masks that we wear? You know, what um, would you... Well, tell them that we are all jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. We're all jacked up. We okay. are all... No one is perfect, and you're never going to be perfect. Um, you you pray, you follow the Word, um, and you just stay... You know, it's always staying on the path and being doing community with each other right. and sharing like hey this is where i'm jacked up can you help me in this area like mm-hmm. and we pick each other up and we're down and we do it together yeah we do life together. you're not on your own oh i mean and, you yeah so yeah so living as community go ahead Kim. do you know when the point was when, when was the point or when was the moment that you that you were okay with just being you well um i know when i came to new life um, like Pastor Lydia and James, like they are the most real people. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it was crazy. And so when I started hang, being around them and being around New Life and and Pastor Wendy, um, just all of our friends at New Life that we were making, and I would be like, what these these people are so real and they're so mm-hmm. normal and and like I don't know. I think it was at that time I started to um, to grow in that and and be able to be okay with. Like, I'm okay. Like, mm-hmm. even though I struggle in areas or do these things, I'm okay. God loves me. Um, I am called. I have a purpose. I, Amen. And so I just started growing and growing and growing, like, right. inside, yes. from the inside out. So um, it was definitely when I was just being around Pastor and, uh, Lydia and James and being in their life group. That yeah. was really yeah. um, the moments I could say um, were impactful on, yeah. on my life. And it's funny that you say that we're, we're part of their devotion mm-hmm. on oh on God. Saturdays. And yeah. this Saturday, it was like, man, just total illumination, mm-hmm. revelation, because it was like Pastor James used himself and Lydia in, a, in something personal about me and Candy. Because I grew up in church, very religious background. So mine is sort of in biblical terms, it'd be like law, you know, like yeah. Pharisee style. Then Candy comes to Jesus when she's like 37 mm-hmm. and she's <laughs> grace, you know. And then one of our elders from the church, uh, Joey, mm-hmm. he's like, well, you know, this is, and I can't say it as eloquent as Joey did. Mm-hmm. But he, he's like, it's like you're holding a rope of law. You're holding a rope of grace and you're trying to find that balance Mm -hmm. and it totally made sense to me yeah you know because a lot of times i like to go to the the law part of things you know and the doing and Mm -hmm. and who i my identities and that instead of 
in who I serve and because I belong to him as, as a son of God. Yeah, because we go at we go at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm you like, don't, you do? Yeah. Hey, hey, like, honestly, they've been they a part of our text. Like, you, you guys know me, man. Like, they've been a part no, of our text. Like, we need to go to counseling. Like, Pastor Jose's on speed dial, right. you know, for, for this couple. Yeah. So that's how real we get right yeah. here with each other. No, but go ahead, Pastor. The, the thing that I was going to say is I heard some somebody say this recently is with Jesus when you have Jesus when he came he came to help you find grace in the law right. mm, that's good oh you got to say that again <laughs> Jesus came to help us find grace in the law yeah. you know he came to show us that that there there can be there there can be a set standard for us to live mm-hmm. because what did Paul say we've all fallen short of that glorious standard yes. right, right. And that, and, but Some the thing of us is, are short. So, but, but here's the we thing, don't have to follow that. We have to follow that. I got to follow a lot further than yeah, you guys. Yeah. But the the glorious standard, we've all fallen short. We all mess up daily. Yeah. And and he helps us find grace in the in the the law in the yeah. like the standard that we have to fo- that we have to follow. He helps us find the grace in that. Yeah. If you look at anytime he talked to the Pharisees, anytime Jesus talks talked to the the Sadducees. He helped them find grace via his parables, his stories in the law they were trying to spit in him. Yes. So as they were spitting, as they were spitting Torah, he was spitting grace. Grace. That like, like if you look at, if you look at the story of the prodigal son, when he told that story, you didn't, (laughs) the, it's, it, it just blows my mind. You didn't, in that day and age, a father didn't run after his son to kiss him, hug him, love him, or even run, or even run. Right. He was like, oh, "You were honestly." The kid came home. You stoned him. He was yeah. dead. He was gone. He was dead to you. And plus, a kid who had been who wasn't kosher, who right. had been sitting and eating with pigs, right? Yeah. So when he covers him with the robe, he covers his sin and the stench of the pigs. He puts a ring on his finger to show that this is my son. He can do whatever he wants and buy and sell. And then he puts shoes on his feet because. He, he's telling his son, you're not a servant, you're a son, because only servants didn't wear shoes. Oh. Only the sons and daughters wore shoes. Dang. So when he said that, he was saying, this is what your law says, but this is what grace says. This is even before mm. he died. And yes. this is why we wanted... <laughs> This is why we wanted Lori and Bart on the show right? because just bringing a different preach. perspective. And sorry, we'll, I start preaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Preach. No, we'll, no, preach. we'll pick up an offering. We got. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you I'll give my Venmo is for yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I I believe past you know Pastor Bart broke it down perfectly, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's bringing that law and grace together mm-hmm. because yeah. one of the problems within the church is like. I can basically do whatever I want because I have grace. Mm-hmm. And we right. hear this false teaching that has crept into the church. Yeah. I'm not, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not about, well, if we do this, that, this, and the other, then I'm saved. Or, yeah. you know, Jesus loves me. No, he loves us. He just doesn't love the sin that we are a part of, the right. sin that we do. And so, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. That was good. That was and, really and, good. And going, going back to what you asked about some of the issues in the church. Yes. Yeah is in the church we teach grace and we preach grace but we don't give grace yeah yes. so we put yes. this we put this set of rules at the front door that says if you're this way this year and this way you can't come in but jesus said no 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 everybody can come to me 
Right. And I think that's why the church gets a bad rap in the world. Like, you, especially, and I'm just going to drop, I'm going to drop it with yeah, yeah. The, the LGBTQ community. Oh, damn, that's we're why, going there. All right. No, 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 you're right. That's why, because we say we're going to show grace, but we won't welcome them to, to hear the teachings of Jesus. Right. Amen. So that they can be changed. Right. Because right. it's when you're, that metanoia, when your thought process changes, is when you find the true Jesus, the real Jesus, right, the right. true freedom. And I think that's what I love about new life right. is we are an open door and saying, listen, we may not agree with you, but we love you and you are welcome to come and worship with us right. and hear the teachings of Jesus. Well, yes. well, this is the thing is, and that's that's why I thank God for Pastor James, especially mm-hmm. yeah. you guys, because uh, you guys aren't cowards. We, right now, we just talked about something yeah. that really a lot of the church doesn't want to talk about. Hear. Everybody else is talking about, you know, th- that community. Mm-hmm. But within the church, w- it's very difficult for people to speak about things. Like, the, it's easier to speak about uh, social injustices. Mm-hmm. It's easier to speak about those kinds of things. Yeah. But we, when we come to a community that we're a part of because we have friends and family that are in those communities, we don't want to talk about it. Right. Because we, we talk to, we, we look at it, the church looks at it from a political standpoint, um, Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, when the Bible says there's neither, neither Jew nor Greek, yes. there's yeah. no politics in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. We as Christians need to be looking at this thing from a kingdom perspective. Yes. Right, yes. right. That's where I think sometimes too, as Christians, we get too caught up in politics mm-hmm. and we need to be kind of neutral about that because there is no neither Jew nor Gentile. And what and does I, my Bible say about this? Yes, what right. does my Bible say about And then what am I going to do about it? Yes. And how are how are we going to be gentle as a dove and wise as a serpent? serpent yes. Because you know what if I go straight to somebody and I tell them this is it and you're going to hell and how am I supposed I need to be wise enough to win people, you know, win people to um the cross because if you preach the gospel and you tell them what Jesus has done for them, that's when you start here. You the good news is what saves. Mm-hmm. The gospel is what saves. They need to be able to hear the gospel with love. I think some people do know that they're if you know they know somewhat that they're doing something, some type of sin. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't even have to tell them sometimes. Yeah. No. You, we just have to tell. I don't want to tell you how to get to hell. I want to tell you how to enter heaven. Yeah. I want to tell you how you can be saved. I don't need to tell you how you're going to go to hell. There's a lot of ways to go to hell. But let me tell you how to enter the kingdom of heaven. Like, well, and yeah, Pastor James says we're here to empty out hell and populate heaven. Amen. Yeah. And, and the way you here. do that is you love people the way Jesus loved. Yes. And it's that simple. Grace commandment. But I believe that the church makes it so complicated. And... I don't like complicated things, so I don't, I don't feel like keep I'm that smart. <laughs> so keep it simple. Love the way Jesus loves uh-huh. and show them Jesus. And yeah. he's the one that's going to change them. I'm not going to change anybody. Right. Last year, Pastor, um, Pastor James preached. And then I believe it's something, I, I don't want to quote the, the, the preaching, the name, but he, he was saying acceptance isn't always approval. Yeah. Right. There's right? Acceptance isn't always approval, but I know how to accept. Why do we accept? Because grace. Mm-hmm. Grace comes okay. in. And so I think that's where we need to go back to. We definitely need to show some grace for people. You know, it's great 
but how can I show grace also? And then give grace being to on this campus, on, on where we are, you know, we're at Terraceway and Peace Street. We're in we're in a lower income area. We're in, and there's a lot, you know, different different uh, different income levels, different races. I had to as the campus pastor. So Lori, we had to start learning about some of the social things that are around here because we're dealing with this. We're dealing with yes. homeless problem. We're dealing with poverty. We're dealing with with a social injustice. So. I had to get out of my upper middle class white thinking and understand social Christianity, but via what the word says. Amen. Right. Yes. And taking care yes. of those in the orphans, like Jesus yes. said. Washing, right. like I said this uh, last or two weeks ago, last week, Terrace Campus is here to wash the feet of Bakersfield. We're here to serve. And that's 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 where I think the church kind of falls falls yeah. down a little bit. But the cool thing is we have churches all around us right now that are killing it. Yeah. Valley Bible, right. Canyon Hills. You know, I, was, right. I was able to be a part of a meeting that included um, Jim Touchstone from Valley Bible and uh, Pastor Wendell from, from uh, Canyon Hills and, and, um, and our, our mayor and Vince Fong recently wow. and talk about the homeless problem. And it stirred my soul that I want, I, I, I'm ready to start doing something and being the hands and feet of Jesus and right. being what the gospel says we are supposed to be. Yes. Cool, cool. Yeah. One of the other things. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're fine. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to talk about is women within the church. And I know it's not on here, but I believe it's, it's an issue that, that we should address. You know, I mean, where, where I came from, women were good enough. Like back in the day, they were good enough to make tamales and to, uh, uh, be with the children in children's church and pray and pray yeah. and pray. And but pray. that was about it. Mm-hmm. Could we, could we talk about it first? I'd like to hear from Lori and then we'll talk to Candy about it. But well, well you know, woman in ministry, woman within the church. Um, well, I mean, my belief is that women are empowered. They should be empowered to to, to be equal, to mm-hmm. do everything that mm-hmm. anything God has called me to do. I don't care what anyone says. I'm going to do it. Right. right. I'm going <laughs> to. Lori literally is saying anything you can do, I can do better than that. <laughs> you know, I, I am a competitive person in, in nature. So, um, no, I really am, though. But, um, no, I, if God calls me to do something, it doesn't mean, it doesn't matter if I'm right. a woman or what I am. Like, God right. called me. He didn't call me because I'm a woman. Right. He called yes. me. Yes. Okay. Yes. He's yes. the one that created me. Yeah. He's the one that calls me to do something. So, I'm going to do it. Well, yeah, and the reason why I wanted to hear from you guys about this is because we have, um, you know, my daughter watches. We have younger girls that yeah. watch. We have women that watch. And so, I, if you could just share some words of encouragement, like, hey, guys, like, yeah. you, you could well, definitely do this. You know what? I, me personally, I've never experienced... As far as I know, I don't think I've ever experienced anything where I felt like, uh, oh, well, you're a woman, you can't do this. Right. Um, as a little girl, um, I would set my little my, my mom's pots and pans up as my drum set, and I would play. My dad would be playing guitar in the living room. I'd be playing drums. Well, then I mean I remember um, like you would never see a girl drummer. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I my dad my sister would be on on bass playing. We'd be playing music, and. Me and my sister was my dad's little band. Like my dad, even as we were little, he empowered us mm-hmm. as right. girls to do. Like it didn't matter. We right. didn't. We were never. I never thought that way in any way. Right. So right. I never experienced it for myself. So when I hear um, 
that there's an issue with, or that people have issues with women in ministry or women in leadership of any kind, even out in the in the work field or whatever. Right, right. Um, I have an issue with that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, no, no, because yeah. yeah. no, we're women, and yeah. thankfully, um, we have our pastor, Pastor James. He empowers the women of our church. Yes, yes he does. A hundred percent. He backs us a hundred percent, and yes, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. So definitely, yeah, definitely shows candy. I'm I'm there too. If God called you to do it, there's no man that could stop you. Especially if he's anointed you to do certain things. Now, do I think that you just jump in and do I would tell anybody. I would tell a man. I would tell a woman. Don't do something that God's not calling you to do. Because what he called you to do, nobody could do it like you. And that's exactly what he's anointed you for. And this is the thing that I I know. If God called you to do something, that's what he's going to judge you on. on something. He's not going to judge you on something he didn't ask you to do. He's going to judge you on something he asked you to do. So what is my response going to be like? Jesus, I could and do it because they didn't believe in women preaching like I can't give him that type of excuse he's given me dreams and visions of what I need to do and on that he's asked me to do so I'm sure when I'm in heaven he's gonna ask me and judge me accordingly what he's asked me to do did you do what I asked you to do Candy and then yes if I did anything else that he didn't ask me to do he didn't ask me to do it so why is he gonna judge me on that so that just goes across the board if God has called you for certain things and he'll tell you what he called you for if you really want to hear mm-hmm. him he's going to tell you what he called you for and on that I hope you do it and I hope you have no excuse when you stand before him on why you didn't do it yeah right. what is the scripture I was going to look it up but what the scripture say we that we are called according to his, his purpose w- yes it's his purpose not, not man's mm-hmm. we're called according to his purpose cool Cool. And it's not, it's not, you know, his purpose is, is for anybody who can go to go. Yeah. That's and his purpose. Yeah. I, I think too, it says, you know, it says on his, in the last days, he'll pour his spirit on man and woman. Why would All he, flesh, why yeah. would he pour his spirit on us and not want us to do what he called us to do? Right. He's giving us his spirit so we can do what he called us to do and the only person that can hear your calling is you yourself other people could probably speak into your life but but god is going to speak to you directly to tell you what he's called you to do it's like when you are like i'm not going to go pastor i'm not going you know even though he was showing pastor bart he had to show you you know and so he will show us each individual what is our calling women or man Whoever, children, even children in ministry, um, he'll show them. Yeah, and we mm-hmm. should be obedient to what he's called us to do because God has called us, yep. not you, man. Do you and uh, Lori want to field some questions if there's any questions on there? Oh, sure. Um, God will do the rest. Let's see. Hey, and at this time, if you guys are joining with us, we're wow, with our, watching us from Mexico, Rosarita, Mexico. Your we're, podcast. <laughs> we're with our, you, we're with our uh, campus pastors. Uh, Pastor Bard and Lori Height, and uh, we're just, you know, we're talking about today a pastor's heart. And if you guys have any questions, we'll be free uh, to fill them for you guys. Um, we have no problem we doing that. Really but any questions, huh? but no, we want to champion you guys. We want to thank everybody who's who's uh, checking in, and also uh, podcast guys. We and women, we appreciate you guys. Uh, share it with your friends and family. Give us a thumbs up. 
And with that, we're going to go into our third question. It says, uh, why would anybody want to be a part of your local church? Because we're the bomb. <laughs> why not? What do you mean? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with Pastor Bart, and then we'll go, down, we'll go to Lori. Pastor our Bart. local church, when I think local church, yeah. I think a church that, that is that is you can come and you're comfortable and you you feel the presence of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I believe that and I don't just talk about Terrace Campus when right. I'm talking about local church, I'm talking New Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Why would people so want to come to New Life? The Northwest, Southwest, yeah. here at Terrace Spanish. Or Espanol, yeah, our yes. campuses. Um, they um, I believe it's because we we are you can come in and you can be you and not and not worry about being judged. Right. True. True. Yeah. You can you can come in broken, and hurting, and you can come in sanctified and and think you have everything together, or you can come in just the way you are and and you'll be accepted. Yeah. Now here at Terrace, we'll take anybody. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we take Mario. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, we, but no. It, 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 I think that New Life is there's a great there's a lot of great churches around town and I'm yeah. but um, there's and I'm gonna sound like an old fart when I say this but well, I used to I just said, said that you said yeah old. I know um, <laughs> there's a there's a pastor uh, Pastor Brewer he used to say it's a poor duck that doesn't quack for his own pond and so I'm quacking for my pond in yes. the church and yeah. there's a lot of good churches around Bakersfield but I think this yeah. is where this God's doing mm-hmm. something special at every campus. But we are in the we are in the grassroots movement here at Terrace, yeah. And we're we're God's moving to do something special, yeah. and and uh, I, if you want to be part of something special, come on over. We want mm-hmm. we want to see you. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is that's part of the show. We want to champion, you know, the the kingdom of God. So we know you you guys know you guys aren't going to be the last pastors on here. Our our show is to do that is to further the kingdom of God. And uh, but we appreciate it. So what about you, Pastor Larry? I mean, what? Why would anybody want to come to TC campus or or wow. to New Life as a whole? Um, I think our church is fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it is. So um, fun. It's so much. Fun. I like. I mean, I like to come here because right. um, I can just be myself. Even as the pastor, Bart and I being the pastors here, um, people they let me be me. And right. you know, there's so many churches in Bakersfield. Uh-huh. Like if you don't like the church you're at. The worst thing that you could do is stay there. Yeah. <laughs> Go find a church that you love and that you want to be a part of and that you want to serve at. Right. Um, so, I mean, I love being here and yeah. I want everyone to come here because <laughs> I, I love being around people and um, I love to be, to be able to uh, give people a place to serve yeah. and, and let them find a purpose and because and, there's so many things that we can do here to help people and just to be a, a big family so right definitely I mean, yeah. what about you candy um i think we have fun that yeah. is yeah. definitely we have fun we love each other we one thing is we want to you know serve All right we want to serve everybody that's here that's serving wants to serve and so i think that that makes it so much better to work with each other yeah mm-hmm. because we just have that servant heart yeah. um you know if if we don't have that servant heart then it's a job yeah you don't want to be a job and we don't ever want to come to church 
to do a job. Yeah. So when we come here, we come with the servant heart. We're excited. We come here morning. We we, we get um get here early, you know, to get it ready for the people that are coming. And we're doing it with our whole hearts. And you can just see from the prayer team, Sister Wanda, Sister Linda, mm-hmm. all happy singing, singing hymns as she's walking mm-hmm. over there. I love that. Yes. Oh Heather, the coffee cart girls, you know, you got Angelina and and Norma and then you know Nikki and all the children just everybody is just happy to be here and so we I think that that is because we all have a servant heart and then we just love each other mm-hmm. well and and when more people come it's more fun yes like if you know we, we always prepare the house you know on Sunday mornings like you were saying like we all show up a lot of people that serve show up early and we, we get it all ready for all the people to come. Yes. And just, I mean, we do that at our house. If, if I know people, I love having people at my house. Anyone, y'all are welcome to our house. Come over, hang out we with us. We will post their I just, address. I know, I send that everyone on social media. Come see your dog. But yeah. before that, I want, I want my house prepared because I want people to come in and feel at home. I right. want them to sit on the couch and, you know, lay on the floor if you want to lay on the floor. Like, be right. comfortable. And same thing here. I want people, I want our place to look beautiful and people to come and feel at home and feel the love of Jesus in this place and feel welcome. One thing I love about this campus also and New Life in general is that, you know, here we could have somebody that has no money whatsoever. They don't even know what they're going to do when they leave this place. Right. And they could be sitting next to somebody who has it all. You know, right. Yeah, it's true. But it's you don't so know, true. You know sure. there's, there's no line there's no difference yeah right. everyone is welcome i don't care where you've been what you've done who you are what you look like i don't care you're welcome here yeah yes. and that's why you should come here yeah yeah, yeah. and Ooh. man yeah. 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 PR work, yeah. man. she just right. got, she just dropped the mic on that one uh-huh. um <clears throat> right um, but yeah, again, we're with Pastor Bart and Laurie from TC Campus here at New Life, and uh, we hope you guys are enjoying the show. The cool thing. Any questions? There was a question. Carrie oh. had one. Yeah. She said, "How on earth do you find the time to do it all? Ministry, personal care, life group, etc." Oh, okay. Oh, there's a cool comment right here too. TC is awesome. Woo! No, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, from Stephen Padilla. Yeah. If you, if you all need a barbecue team, our team from Kenyon and Kills can help you. Yes. Thank you, Stephen. Yes, thank you. We Sunday, appreciate it. I'm going to call you, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, hey, we'll you know what? The dude. cool thing is he's offered it like more than a couple mm-hmm. of times. So. We're going to take yeah. up your offer. We're going to take up your offer. Maybe Steve, in, the season, in the season gathering. Yeah, yeah. You have me at barbecue. Yeah, you have me at hello. But Carrie, <laughs> it's, it's, you have to just like. Wait, could, could you repeat the question? Okay, it said, how on earth do you find the time to do it all? Ministry, own personal care, life group, etc. Well, I'm bivocational. I work a full-time job on top of pastoring the church. Mm-hmm. And... Um, both of you guys. Yeah, both, yes. of, both, both of them are. So I have to work all day, and then I have to come. I come home, and I take time when I get home to rest, and then I do church work. But then when she comes home, church work goes away. It's family time. Mm-hmm. And I used to do that every day, but Pastor James is hey, now, you're, you're messing with my groove. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Pastor James is, has told me that he wants me to, you know, he goes, you're busy. Take some time. So I take Mondays when I come from work. No emails, no text messages. It's just that's her day off. So I just we spend time together. So we nice. do date nights. We go to nice. movies. 
Um, it's just we do candy in the neighborhood. We do candy in the neighborhood. <laughs> we we just it's just making you have to schedule stuff. Yeah. You have to schedule mm-hmm. stuff and 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 take that time to rest because I won't be a good pastor if I don't rest. Yeah, right. and you and you won't be a good husband either. Yeah. So yeah, he's got to rest. She told you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But also, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I know we're talking about us personally, like how how do we find the time to really? You have to work at it and and find your balance mm-hmm. and what it's works balance. for you. Everybody's different, and we have found that. Um, but also, people in the church that serve, um, we encourage them to take time off as well we don't ever want anybody to be serving 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 and to where they get burned out and then they're like Mm -hmm. they're like i hate you i'm never coming back you know yes so yes i know sometimes i'll tell that to people that are serving all the time i'll say listen when's the last time you had a you took a sunday off and like we didn't even see your face at church and they look at me like what that's right that's unheard of like no you need to take time off and we learned this from Pastor James and Lydia. Yeah. Like, we didn't know what taking time off meant. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean, don't go to, or don't serve? Like, what? We just come? What do we do? Like, but yeah. we, we learned that, and it's it's really saved, saved us. Well, <laughs> it's like... Yeah. I remember when I first started here and pastoring here, you know, Pastor Bart's like, well, with the, what they're trying to do pastorally, that will go three on, one off, you know? The three Sundays on as far yeah. as pastoral as in, and one off. And I know it's been difficult, especially for TC campus, because we're trying to grow and we're we trying to move forward. We need more people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're trying to grow and move forward. And there's a plug-in. If you guys are looking for a place to serve at a local fellowship, anywhere from coffee cart to children's church, we do background checks, children's church, <laughs> yeah. children's church yeah. to ushering, yeah. to what do prayer, like, team. prayer team. team. This is a place that you have opportunity and they'll champion you yes. to serve. And so yes. when I got here, I was like, what did he say three on one off? Yeah, like that was a, that was the first time I, I'd ever heard, you know, of that. And I welcomed it. Cause you guys know, like once a month yeah. I go up and, and hang yeah. out with Sunny, And then mm-hmm. I also, we also minister as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's... I've also told them when you go visit Sunny, you don't always have to minister. Yes, right. right. Yes, yeah. Take, go up and be Word. with your baby girl and hang out mm-hmm. and yeah. and be a part of that. You know, and it... he's finally starting to listen to. And I'm sweating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I started sweating after that one. I'm like, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Um, what else was it? What were you gonna say? We're gonna ask them. Oh, what was the last song? Oh, oh yeah. So here's some personal questions. Okay, that's so fun. Here's some personal questions. Here's Just some, some fun stuff. Some fun stuff oh, about our fun. pastors. <laughs> they don't know about. They don't know about some of the questions I was going to ask them. So the first question goes to Bart. Yes, Bart. What was the last song that you? Because you're a Spotify guy too. Yeah, right? I'm a Spotify guy. The, the first thing. These guys are musicians, also like oh, amazing yes. musicians. Yes. So. Uh, well, first of all, what instruments do you do you even play? I play keyboard. Okay. I play okay. keyboard. And Lori? I'm drummer, but I used to play bass, but if oh. I pick that up again, I would have to re... Dang. Me? Yeah. me? I, I shouldn't even say that because my friends are going to be like, you don't play bass. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> me, Tiffany would jump on the comments yeah. and say she does not yeah. play bass. <laughs> we can well, barely... She's an yeah. awesome drummer. Yeah, she's an awesome drummer. I could barely play the radio, so God bless you guys. Okay, so what was the and last? They both sing. Yeah, we, we. Oh yeah, they both sing. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, Thank so you. Pastor Bart, what was the last song on your Spotify? Okay, last song on Spotify because he passed away last night uh, was 
I'll Get Right by Nipsey Hussle. All right. Because I'm a hip-hop. I'm a hip-hop fan. I love hip-hop. I've loved hip-hop since I was 10 years old. Well, who, who's your favorite old-school hip-hop? KRS-One. Okay. Oh, yeah, man. KRS-One. Okay. And then I grew up, but I was... Oh, God. I'm going I'm to... Yeah, some people are Well, I remember like me. you were preaching and you somehow incorporated the Beastie Boys. Yeah. I think it was the Beastie Boys and somebody else. Yeah, like, well, yeah. yeah. I, I, quit, I put the Beastie Boys in there and all this stuff. And I, I just love hip hop. But I, in high school, it was all about Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. Okay. Sir Mix a lot, okay. um, but then I also love I love old school hip hop. Eric B. Ron Kim, Karis One, D Nice, African Bambada, um, and all the nice. people are like, yeah, yeah okay. oh yeah. And okay. then I also like jazz. I love jazz. Okay. I love. I just like music. He likes everything. Yeah, yeah. We could be like we're taking a long road trip. Yeah, he'll he's in charge of the music, and I will hear everything from. I mean, every kind of music. And mm-hmm. some of it, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, for example, yesterday, people think I go in my office and I'm getting ready and I'm kind of going over my notes. and think I'm listening to some prayer list like Tasha uh, Cobb Leonard or uh, Hillsong. I'm like, no, I'm listening to YouTube, the Joshua Tree album yeah. in my office yesterday. <laughs> well, I, I, rem- I remember one time I, I posted uh, on Instagram on my storyline, Dropkick Murphys. Uh, yes. And then that was like one of the first yes. messages that you sent me like, oh man, you like that? And then that's how we started yeah. really connecting on music yeah. as well. I know some religious people will be like, what are you guys talking about on our show? They will. But They'll anyways. call you out. Oh, oh yeah, they probably will. Hey, I've been called out on, on social media like uh, in private message. Yeah. Oh yeah. They come to me yeah. person. Oh, of how course. Dare you, how dare you yeah. You're a Christian. You call yourself Christian? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, Pastor Lori, yeah, with that, what was the second to the last concert you went to? Second to the last. So oh, the one before this last one. Was it Hanson? Did you go to see Hanson twice in a row? No. You guys know me at Hanson? Okay, no, or was it... Um, Sugarland. You went to Sugarland. Oh, yeah. cool. All right, all last, right. Yeah, the last concert I went to was... <laughs> you guys gave a What about you? Life. Chris Stapleton. That's the last concert I've been oh, to. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that a country guy? Country, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's my favorite. <laughs> Is he the one that sings about whiskey? Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Strawberry okay. wine. Okay, yeah. shut up. And the, fu- the funny thing <laughs> is I heard that song from another pastor uh-huh. and he's like hey you gotta check this song out i'm like bro what's up like, man tennessee whiskey yep. all right all right cool so um in your spare time when you because i know you guys are both all really busy yeah the <laughs> crazy amount of spare time that you guys have uh, yeah. uh Lori, what do you like to do um i like to play with my dog <laughs> sugar bear sugar, sugar bear. bear right i like to walk i like to sit on the couch uh-huh. and drink pepsi which i'd never drink because we can't but he doesn't want to drink it so anymore yeah. so anyway yeah um i watch i like to watch reality tv and i like to watch judge judy oh judge judy <laughs> yes that's funny i'll I, call her on the way home from work and she won't answer the phone because she's watching judge yeah judy. i'm like hold on <laughs> And I'll text him. Sorry, hold on. I don't want to miss this case. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh All right. What about you? I like to read. Yeah, I'll go. I like to read uh, detective novels. Detective. Yeah, All right. I have a, cool. My favorite author. Uh, he's written like thirty detective novels. I've read every single one. Nice. So I read those, and then I also like to read um, history. Okay. Yeah. What cool. I would really love to do is play. I want to play. I love sports. I want to be oh. out playing softball, volleyball. Like I want to be out 
Dora's playing all the time, but I don't have anybody to play with. Oh, okay. I have you, you know, Brenda. Brenda, 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 Brenda loves Brenda. Brenda. Our daughter-in-law, she loves oh, volleyball, sports. Oh, sports. I want to play. May, well, we were talking about it, and we missed the deadline for a co-ed softball team. Oh, I remember and, talking about that. But we had missed it just within a day's yeah. time. And I know we're all busy, but maybe we could get a co-ed softball team in yeah, every so often show up or something like that. Did you have any questions for them? No, we're no, gonna, we're, we're gonna, good. Yeah. Is you it okay? you, no, you did. Okay? You yeah, did, you dude, did good we're today. we're at fifty one minutes, mm-hmm. and, and so we're gonna we're gonna bounce out with the podcast. Hey guys, we appreciate you guys. This is Mario with Candy in the Neighborhood. Make sure you share it with your friends. We're with our friends, Pastor Bart and Lori Height. God bless you guys. We hope you guys enjoyed Pastor's Heart.